let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dassy Donuts. I'm on my way into the club to meet up with Queenie. She called me earlier to say that she's writing poetry today, is stuck on what to write and would appreciate a little help. Well, poetry is one of the things that I know a little about, so I'm heading over to see how I can help her. Seeing as I'm not quite at the club, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So, on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer, or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's head inside and see what's happening. Hi, Queenie. Little Dazzy Donuts, welcome back to the club. It's so nice of you to pop in and help me today. Hey, I just made a pot of tea. Would you like a cuppa? That sounds wonderful. Yes, please. And how about a little slice of cake, too? I baked one an hour ago and it's freshly frosted. Here, I'll cut you a slice to go with your tea. You baked a cake? I thought you were writing poetry. I'm trying to. Hedgehog, Chicken, and Shasta are coming around later for a poetry evening where we read the poems we've written. When they suggested it, I thought it was such an amazing idea, but now I'm really not so sure. You see, they have all written theirs already. Hedgehog has written a poem all about the beauty of dusk as the sun drops and the night falls. And Chicken has written one about the apple tree in the garden behind the club that she likes to sit under and read. And then Shasta wrote a poem all about grass. I suppose it feels a little obvious for a sheep to write a poem about grass, but Shasta said it's the first thing she thinks about when she wakes up each morning, and it's the last thing she thinks about as she falls asleep each night. So a poem about grass makes perfect sense. In fact, I'm thinking there are a lot of grass poems written by sheep around the world. Well, those poems all sound great. So what's your poem about? Well, right now my poem is about one line long. I've been trying to write all day, and it just hasn't been going well. I sit down, and I stare at the sheet of paper in front of me, and I find that nothing happens. So then eventually I give up, and I go do something else. So as you can see from looking around the club, I've done a lot. I painted a while, and I've done some cooking. I filed away a lot of poems into our competition folders. I vacuumed the carpet, I ironed the curtains, and I've drunk a lot of tea. So all in all, it has been a very productive day, apart from the fact that I haven't produced a single poem. <sighs> but don't worry, my sheet of paper isn't completely blank. Well, that's good news. What have you written so far? I'm pleased to report that I've come up with a very strong title for my poem. Look, it's there at the top of the paper. Oh, yes, it says, My Poem by Queenie. Yep, I was really pleased when I came up with that. I had strayed for a couple of hours and that title just came to me out of nowhere. And when that happened, I felt so exhausted from it all that I took a little nap. Unfortunately, said said, my pen hasn't come anywhere near to the paper, and so I don't even have a first line to the poem. 
Okay, well, why don't I see how I can help you? Oh, yippee! You've written lots of poems. How do you do it? Well, the good news is that the more poetry you write, the better you get. So it's really not unusual that someone writing their first poem has difficulty coming up with one. However, once you've written your first, you'll find that your second is a little easier, and soon you'll be writing poems all the time. Just don't give up and keep writing them. I like the sound of that. I'm definitely not giving up. But how do I get more than just a title? A good place to start is to decide what your poem's going to be about. Hedgehog's written a poem about dusk, and Chicken about an apple tree, and Shasta about grass. So what do you want your poem to be about? If you decide that, you'll find it easier to write. It's going to be tough to sit down and just think of a poem out of nowhere, so what would you like to write about? That's a very good question. I really don't know the answer. How do you decide what to write your poems about? I carry a notepad around with me and keep all of my poem ideas in there. Whenever I think of a possible topic or a rhyme I like or the start of a poem, I jot it down quickly before I forget it. Then, when I have more time to write, I pull out my notebook and look through all of those ideas and pick one to write about. Okay, and what happens then? Once you've chosen a topic, does the poem just appear like magic? And if so, the magic really isn't working for me today. The magic doesn't really happen for me either. What normally works is avoiding paper or a computer and not trying to write down the poem. Instead, I just think about the topic for a few hours or even a few days, and gradually ideas come to me about what could be in the poem. Once I have a few of those ideas, I can then start writing it. It can feel quite pressurizing to sit down in front of a blank screen or a blank sheet of paper, and so I take the pressure off by thinking about the poem instead. I like that idea. So I'll put my paper to one side and just think of my topic and then see where my thoughts take me. Well, that sounds like fun to me. It is fun. It's also helpful to listen to or read poetry. Other poems can give you ideas or inspire you to write on a topic or to write in a certain way. On the club's website at kidspoetryclub.com, there are hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. So reading those can really help you if you feel stuck. Oh, feeling stuck. That sounds like such a fun topic for a poem. I felt stuck all day and so I know something about that. Perhaps I could write a poem about not being able to write a poem. That sounds like a great idea. So now you've chosen your topic for the poem, you can start to think about what is it about that topic that interests you or that you find funny. Perhaps there are words or phrases about that topic that you'd like to explore in your poem, or words that sound silly or words that sound like other words. That actually reminds me of one of our past competition winners, Emily, who wrote a poem called Hair Today. Emily's poem plays on how similar the word hair is to the word here. So, here today, gone tomorrow, becomes hair today, gone tomorrow. I know, I'll play you the poem so you can see what I mean. Here's Emily reading her poem. Hair today, gone tomorrow, the rabbit came with no sorrow. Hair tomorrow, gone today, the rabbit just hopped away. Hair today, then gone back, the rabbit 
will keep coming back. Gone back, then hare. The rabbit is doing it air. Hare today, then ran out. The rabbit leaves without a doubt. Hare today and is staying. The rabbit is playing and playing. Hare today, quick as a flash. The rabbit runs in a dash. Hare today, hare tomorrow. The rabbit is eating sorrel. Gone today, gone tomorrow. We feel very sorrow. Gone tomorrow, gone today. The rabbit hasn't had a play. Oh wow, Emily's poem is so funny. Hair today, gone tomorrow is such a great play on words that sound similar. So what about my poem? Let's think. I'm writing about feeling stuck when I write a poem. Well, when you think about it, I'm not actually stuck at all. Look, I can walk all around the club. So people say they're stuck, but what they really mean is they don't know what to do next or how to do it. Gee, what if I really was stuck? Now that would make for a fun poem. It definitely would. Of course, there are other ways to write poems too. For example, if you've picked a topic and can't find a word that you want to play with, perhaps there's a funny story or a joke about the topic that you'd like to tell through your poem instead. Nia, one of our poetry winners, did that with a poem called Amanda Panda Travel to Space. Nia read the poem with such energy too, which makes it even more fun. I'll play it for you now, and as you listen, see if you can work out what the joke's going to be at the end of the poem. Here's Nia now. Amanda Panda travelled to space. Amanda Panda travelled to space and took with her a little pink package tied up with lace. Amanda Panda travelled to space. Amanda Panda travelled to space and took with her her chinchilla named Ace and a little pink package tied up with lace. Amanda Panda travelled to space. Amanda Panda travelled to space and took with her some alien food, Hutchinshiller named Ace, and a little pink package tied up with lace. Amanda Panda travelled to space. Amanda Panda travelled to space and took with her a banana that says moo. Some alien food, Hutchinshiller named Ace, and a little pink package tied up with lace. Amanda Panda travelled to space. Amanda Panda travelled to space. And took with her a tortoise's shoe, a banana that says moo, some alien food, Hutchinshilla named Ace, and a little pink package tied up with lace. And what was in it? Her passport, of course. Oh, you're right. The poem has such a funny ending. I hope I can end my poem as well as Nia did. Okay, well, now I have a few options. I can write about a word that sounds like another word, or I can write a poem that's a story or a joke. A few minutes ago, I was feeling all stuck, but I'm feeling like I'm coming unglued now. This is really helping. Thank you, little Dazzy Donuts. That's wonderful news. By the way, I like how you said you've gone from feeling stuck to becoming unglued. That's an interesting image that you could play with in your poem. When I'm writing a poem, I often think about phrases associated with the topic, and that can help. So when you think of feeling stuck, there are phrases like being stuck in traffic, or being stuck in a rut, or you could stick your head in the sand, or you could stick with the original plan. Any of those could be helpful with your poem. 
It reminds me of when I wanted to write a poem about bees for a meeting here at the club, and I was wondering what to write about, and I remembered the phrase, bees' knees, which means that something or someone is the best. It's such a silly phrase. Well, I started to think about why we picked the bee's knee when there's so many other parts of the bee, and that's what I wrote about in the poem. I'll read it to you now. You say I'm the bee's knees. Oh, please, how can it possibly be that the best part of a bee is the knee? That makes no sense at all to me. When they fly so fast and fly so far to visit two million flowers for one single jar of their wonderfully yummy runny honey, all of which makes it so funny that it's the knee that you think of when you think of me. Surely I'm as good as a head-to-toe bee. Oh, that's such a funny poem. Okie dokie, I'm feeling almost ready to pick up my pen and start writing my poem. I'm loving the idea of writing about not being able to write a poem. And I like playing around with the word stuck. So all I need now is to decide my first line. Don't worry if you can't think of a first line for the poem. For many of my poems, I don't worry about the first line until near the end. And the first thing I do is actually to decide what I want the last line to be. And then I write a poem that leads me up to that last line. I like funny or memorable last lines, especially ones that are a play on words. For example, I wanted to write a short poem about fish and couldn't figure out how to start it. I know that I like the idea that fish swam together in a school and that kids also went to school. So I decided that I wanted a final line to be about kids and fishes in school. The poem was called Pods. Here, I'll read it to you now. Peas and whales both grow up in pods. It's true, but it seems a strange rule. When cows and deer both grow up in herds and fishes and kids are in school. Wow, my brain is coming up with all sorts of ideas now. I know. How about I write a poem about being stuck and not being able to write a poem, but I end the poem with a funny line. Something like, I was stuck, but I stuck with it. Okay, I know that's not perfect, but I could try writing a poem that ends with that line and see what happens. I mean, it does sound like fun. Perfect. I'm loving how you're thinking about your poem. So next, it could help to think about whether you'd like your poem to rhyme or not. Poems don't have to rhyme. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that. So if I wanted to write a rhyming poem, what would I do? I find it can help to think of words about a topic that rhyme. If you list those, you can then choose a few of them to go into your poem. For example, I wanted to write a poem about what happens when someone isn't listening. I love the idea of words going into one ear and then straight through someone's head and out the other side. So I listed a few words about that to see what rhymed. So, ear rhymes with idea, and head rhymes with said, and no rhymes with to go. And before I knew it, I had a poem called Between My Ears. I'll read it to you now so you can see how I turn those rhyming words into a poem. Whatever you told me, it went in one ear, and it shot out the other, so I have no idea whether it was something important I really should know. 
like where are the keys or where I should go. Now this has happened, the lesson is clear that next time you talk, I should block up one ear. So whatever you're saying stays in my head, and I retain every word that you've ever said. That sounds like a great way of writing a rhyming poem. But what if I don't want my poem to rhyme? What do I do then? Well, a non-rhyming poem can be written in so many different ways. In fact, I have a couple of examples here of poems that don't rhyme and are quite different. A great example is Maisie's poem. Maisie wrote a type of poem called an acrostic. An acrostic poem often makes up a word by combining the first letter of each line of a poem. And Maisie did that by writing a poem called Justice. As you listen to Maisie's poem, you'll notice that each line starts with a letter of that word. So you'll hear lines that start with a J, U, S, T, I, C, and E. Here's Maisie's poem now. Justice can be used by everyone. Understanding everybody is key. Similarity lives through all of us. Teamwork makes a dream work. Ideas of kind manners and freedom are great work. Controversy will not bring us down. Equality is our specialty. We are equal to everyone. Oh, wow, what a great way to write a poem. Perhaps I should write an acrostic poem that spells out the word stuck. You definitely could. Before you decide, though, here's a second example of a wonderful non-rhyming poem. It's a poem from Ananya called Books. It doesn't rhyme, but it feels like a poem because of the way it sounds when it's read. Have a listen to Ananya's poem now. Fiction books like fantasy take me to the castle. Other books like sci-fi take me to outer space. My atlas takes me all round, but I don't move an inch. These books you see teleport me to many different lands. Today we're stuck in because of COVID, but my books are the key to traveling without moving an inch. Oh, books, what would I do without all of you? Oh, I really like Ananya's poem. She sounds like she really loves her books, and it sounds like a poem even though it doesn't rhyme. Okay, well, the good news is, is that I'm definitely not stuck anymore. I have lots and lots and lots of ideas. So I feel ready to write my poem. I'm going to write a poem about not being able to write a poem, and I think I'll write one that rhymes. And I'm going to first think of a funny last line, and then write a poem that leads up to that line. That sounds like fun. But I'm not worried. I mean, if I can't do that, I have other options, and I may even write a second poem that's an acrostic that spells the word stuck. I'm picking up my pen now, and the ideas are flowing. Thank you, Little Desi Donuts. It's my pleasure. I'm glad I could help. I tell you what, while you write your poetry, I'll say a big thank you to everyone for being at the club today, especially the four poets that we featured, Ananya, Emily, Maisie, and Nia. Thank you all for writing such amazing poems and for sending them into the club. Don't forget that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you can read hundreds of poems for kids and poems written by kids. You can also find out all about our current competition on My Favourite Things, 
and see how you can send your own poetry and art into the club. Perhaps you'll be selected to feature in one of our upcoming episodes. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me and Queenie. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a brand new episode complete with new poems. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying keep rhyming. <laughs>